This message comes from Capital One. Your business faces unique challenges and opportunities. That's why Capital One offers a comprehensive suite of financial services backed by the strength of a top 10 commercial bank. Visit CapitalOne.com slash commercial. Member FDIC. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Corva Coleman. Russian authorities continue to block the release of the body of the late opposition leader, Alexei Navalny. Navalny died last week in a remote Russian prison colony under mysterious circumstances. From Moscow, NPR's Charles Maines has more. Russia's investigative committee now tells Navalny's family its investigation into the opposition leader's death has been extended for an undetermined period. Investigators also say Navalny's body won't be released for at least another two weeks, as agents carry out a, quote, chemical examination of Navalny's remains. Little is known about the circumstances of Navalny's death last Friday. A statement from Russia's Federal Penitentiary Service at the time said only that medics had failed to resuscitate the opposition leader after he collapsed following a scheduled prison walk. Navalny's allies say delays in releasing his remains are part of a government effort to hide evidence of his murder. Charles Maines, NPR News. Moscow. The U.N. Security Council will take up resolutions today that call for a ceasefire in Gaza. The United States is prepared to veto one of them. Instead, it has proposed its own. The U.S. draft calls for a pause in fighting, but it's based on the release of hostages still held by Hamas. It also calls for the lifting of all blocks to humanitarian aid for Palestinians. Authorities in Minnesota say a heavily armed man who killed two police officers and a firefighter near Minneapolis last weekend had a criminal record. The three were killed as they responded to a call about domestic violence at a home. From Minnesota Public Radio, Matt Sepik reports the standoff ended with the death of the gunman. Court records show that Shannon Cortez Gooden was prohibited from possessing firearms because of a 2008 felony assault conviction. The 38-year-old petitioned a judge unsuccessfully in 2020 to have his gun rights restored. In opposing the request, a prosecutor noted that two of Gooden's romantic partners had filed orders for protection against him. Gooden fatally shot two police officers and a firefighter paramedic from the suburb of Burnsville. Another officer was treated and released. Gooden barricaded himself inside a house for hours with seven children ages 2 to 15. All survived without physical injury. For NPR News, I'm Matt Sepik in Minneapolis. Two of the nation's largest credit card companies are going to merge. Capital One plans to buy Discover Financial in a deal worth about $35 billion. Capital One founder and CEO Rich Fairbank explains why Discover is such an attractive financial partner. Discover is a big company, but they're the smallest of the four U.S.-based global payment networks. And this acquisition will add scale to help it compete with the biggest players. The proposed merger will draw a close review from regulators. Congress has also been weighing legislation that would boost competition in the credit card business and cut merchant fees. You're listening to NPR News from Washington. A judge in Haiti who was investigating the assassination of the country's president three years ago has indicted the former first lady. The investigating judge says Martine Moyes is one of dozens of suspects in the shooting death of former President Jovenel Moyes. So is the former acting Haitian prime minister and the former chief of national police. But the indictments don't suggest what their motive was, and they don't offer direct evidence of Mrs. Moyes' involvement. NASCAR season opener has a first-time winner. NPR's Giles Snyder reports that William Byron is celebrating his first career Daytona 500 victory. 
William Byron says he wasn't sure where he stood when the caution flag flew on the final lap, but he ended up taking his first Daytona 500 victory. It still hasn't sunk in yet, so I feel like it's it's just kind of a blur, and I feel like there's just so many things that have to go your way to, to win a race like this, and it's special. I mean, this is the... This is the biggest race. The 26-year-old Byron drives for Hendrick Motorsports. He's the first Hendrick driver to win the Great American Race since Dale Earnhardt Jr. in 2014. The 500 was supposed to be run on Sunday, but it was rescheduled to Monday because of persistent rain all weekend. Trial Snyder, NPR News. Astronomers say they've identified what could be the brightest object in the universe. It's a quasar, an extremely active core of a galaxy. Scientists used to think it was only a distant star, but they reviewed data and say it's like a cosmic hurricane. This quasar is gobbling up the equivalent of one sun per day. This is NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Mint Mobile. From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. So Mint Mobile is offering premium wireless starting at just $15 a month. To get your new phone plan for just $15, go to mintmobile.com switch.